Welcome to My Business Playbook, where we pull back the curtain on the steps and missteps of successful people. You'll hear a raw and unfiltered play-by-play of what's worked and what hasn't, giving you helpful advice and insights so you can build your dream business. I'm your host, Laura Higgins, and this is My Business Playbook. Hello, my friend, and welcome back to season four of My Business Playbook. I cannot believe this. Four seasons of this. That means we've been doing this for four years. That's kind of wild. I wanted to say a huge Happy New Year to you and a huge thank you for being on this journey with me. If you've been here since day one, maybe this is the first time you're listening to this podcast. Wherever you are, whatever you're doing, however long you've been in my world for, I just want to say welcome. And I want to say a huge thank you for letting me be in your ears. It is a privilege. It really is. Now, 2024, it's going to be amazing. 2023, if I think about the year that has been, I think it's been mixed for a lot of people. I think for a lot of people, they maybe see a lot of highs, a lot of lows or a lot of wins, lots of progress, lots of unseen progress, maybe. I really believe that 2024 is going to be a year of big wins, of seeing the fruit of your labor, (laughs) seeing the fruit of all of the hard work that you've been putting in for your business. And I just hope that this year is full of momentum, that it's not hustly, that it's like you kind of find your sweet spot in business. That is what we're, we're really aiming for. My big mission in business is to help people to get more clients, make more money and have more freedom and fun in their business. And I think it's got to be all three. I think working with really awesome people is what energizes me in business. So like the right types of clients, that is really important. Making epic money is really, really important as well. It's not just about you. It's about the impact that financial freedom has on your family, on your relationships, on the causes that you care about. It's about impact and freedom. And the third area is freedom in terms of time, in terms of finances, in terms of lifestyle, in terms of, you know, being able to have hobbies and, you know, do what you want. I think that it's really important that we have all three of those things working together. So clients, money, and freedom. Like the cool thing about all of these areas is that they look different for every single person. And so my big filters when I'm thinking about setting goals, when I'm thinking about a new year, is I'm thinking about those three areas. What types of clients do I want to work with? Like who do I really love working with? Like who energizes me? Who can I really help? Who loves what I do and sees the value in what I do? That's like first thing. Second thing is what kind of money do I want to be making? What profit do I want to be taking home? Uh, What salary do I want to be taking as well as profit? Because, hey, we should be, we we should have both. Uh, And then what do I want my money to allow me to do? Maybe it's taking more holidays. Maybe it's investing in property. Maybe it's setting up a trust fund for your kids. Like, why do you want to make this money? What else will that impact for you? And it doesn't just have to be about you. A lot of the people in, in our coaching programs, a lot of the people in this community, when they set goals, they're thinking, right, I... I don't want my husband to have to work as much. Maybe like a lot of people, their husbands do like fly in, fly out work. And they're like, oh, he doesn't want to do that anymore. I want to be able to like have more time so that they don't have to work so many hours. Maybe you want to contribute more to your home life. I I don't know whatever that looks like for you. So money is important. And then what are you doing that is fun? What are you doing that feels like I just get to do this because it's play, it's fun 
it's like I get to be hang out with my people, with my family, with my friends. I get to go on vacations that I really want to go on. I get to have time to do hobbies, all the fun things. So when we're setting goals, I'm thinking and I'm filtering it through those three kind of buckets. And of course, there are other elements of life. You know, maybe you have health goals. Maybe you have, I don't know, other, other types of goals as well. That's all great. Uh, But when I think about business goals, I filter it through those three things. So in this quick win episode, I'm going to share three simple strategies to help you to set goals that you actually achieve in 2024 and the six key questions to ask when setting goals. So I hope that you're ready. We are going to dive straight in because I want to make sure you set good goals. We want good goals. That's what we want. So three strategies. Number one, you've got to focus on less. Most creatives that come to me, they are doing too much stuff. They are splitting their focus. They're trying to do too many offers, too many things, work with too many niches, and it's overwhelming. It makes you feel like you are on the spinning wheel of death, (laughs) the little hamster wheel of doom, and it sucks. Also, it means that you dilute your efforts. When we split our focus, we get less stuff done. We, We confuse our audience and... If you think about it, like if I'm spending 90% of my time on one thing versus spending 10% of my time on one thing, how good do you think I'm going to be at that thing? If I'm spending all of my time on that thing, I'm going to be pretty good at it. If I'm only spending 10% of my time on that thing, I'm probably not going to give it everything I've got because I just simply don't have the capacity. So an example might be maybe your service right now, you're doing branding, you're doing web design, maybe you're doing a bit of content creation as well. And then maybe you're kind of feeling like, man, actually the branding is really where you want to be, but you're diluting your focus by working with too many clients, with too many projects across too many different areas. So what happens when we focus on less What happens for us internally is we become more confident because we're like, man, I'm a boss at branding, right? And then what happens in your customer's mind is they go, oh, cool. They specialize in this particular thing and they don't feel like it's confusing or they're like, wait, what do you do? So focus on less if you want to achieve more. It's so counterintuitive, but we need to focus on less, Second thing when it comes to setting goals is I want you to make it challenging but realistic. And a friend of mine always says, it might be possible, but is it probable? And I think that that's a really good distinction to make. It might be possible. Maybe you're earning 5K a month right now and you're like, you know what, by end of January, I want to be making 100K a month. It might be possible, but is it probable? And I think we need to think about not put limits on our goals, but I think we need to put parameters around Are we setting ourselves up for a win and are we setting ourselves up for success or are we setting ourselves up to feel failure because we're setting goals that, yeah, maybe it's possible to go from 5K months to 100K months in 30 days, but is it probable? So I really want you to think about setting goals that feel challenging, that feel like a bit of a stretch but also feel like within the realm of probability, right? So we don't want our goals to feel so easy that we disengage. And we also don't want our goals to feel so big, so lofty and unattainable that it becomes intangible and we lose focus. And we also don't believe that we are the type of person who could achieve that goal. So make it challenging, but realistic. And number three, I want you to track, visualize and measure weekly. What happens for us as creatives when we set goals is 
sometimes we can set them as like they kind of far out on the horizon and we never know if we've hit them. So a lot of people come to me and they're like, I want more clients. And to me, that's not a goal because you could always have more clients, right? So what we want to do is we want to go, well, how many more clients do you need in order to, to make this goal real? Oh, okay. Well, actually, I only really need three more clients to hit my monthly goal. Awesome. Well, let's get three clients. So I want you to get really specific with your numbers and I want you to track, visualize and measure weekly. It's really, really important. Even if you're not a numbers person, seeing the numbers, seeing the gap between where you are and where you want to be and then reverse engineering. Okay. I'm at 10K a month right now. I want to be at 30K. How many clients do I need? Okay. If I've got five clients at 5K, that's getting me pretty close, right? So we want to think about your numbers and then I want you to reverse engineer the numbers from there. So we're just, everything we're doing is chunking it down to make it action oriented because when we have a goal that's big and I want you to have big goals, but when you have a goal that's big and you don't chunk it down into actions and steps, it just becomes something that you procrastinate. It's like when you have a project where you're like, okay, I've got to design a website. (laughs) And then it's like, wow, okay, step one, I've got to sign up to Squarespace. Step two, I've got to map out what pages do I actually need. Step three, I've got to do this. We need steps. We need action steps in order to hit our goals. So the reason a lot of people procrastinate or spend time on the wrong things is because they simply haven't chunked it down into simple steps. So I want you to track your goals. I want you to visualize them. And I want you to like, where possible, if you can make it so that you're you have a post-it note where you cross off how many people, how many clients you're getting or whatever the goal is, like that's going to make it feel more real and less kind of lofty and intangible, right? So focus on less, make it challenging, but realistic and track, visualize and measure weekly. That is what you really need to do. Now, here are six questions to finish six questions that I like to ask when I'm setting goals. And as you're sitting down and as you're starting to think about, okay, it's the new year. How do I want this year to look? I want you to think about these six questions and maybe you can journal on these. This is really important. Number one, what does success look like? How will we know if we hit the goal? That's what I want you to think about. What does success look like? Because a lot of the time we can set a target and we can never know if we've achieved it. And then we feel disappointed and then we don't feel content. And then we're chasing the next thing, the next thing, the next thing. We don't realize we've actually arrived where we would have loved to have been six months ago, right? So what does success look like? I want you to create a clear vision. I don't want you to just think about your business. I want you to think about your family. I want you to think about life, freedom, your health. I want you to think about the holistic picture of your life. And I I want you to have a clear picture of what that looks like. What does success look like? Now, second question is, what does failure look like? What is it going to cost you if you don't achieve this goal? What does doing nothing cost you? What does staying where you are cost you? We don't like to talk about failure. and, And I kind of don't use the word failure very often. But I think it's good for us to see what happens if I don't hit this target? What happens if I do nothing? What happens if I stay where I am? What does it cost me? Third question is, who do I need to become? Who do I need to become? Because if you want to go to a new level in your business, if you want to go to a new level in your health and fitness, like maybe you're like, heck yes, I want to become someone who's really fit. Like I want to become someone who can do a pull-up. Okay, who do you need to become in order to achieve that? 
Every new level requires a commitment to your own personal development. Who do you need to become? And I talk about this a lot because I think we really over invest in strategies and tactics and things that we need to do. And we don't think about the personal development side, the mindset, the beliefs, the like identity that we must have if we want to achieve next level goals. Who do I need to become? Question four, what specific actions do I need to take? Okay. If this is what success looks like, what needs to happen week by week, day by day? What needs to happen for me to hit that goal? And maybe you have different buckets, like I was talking about before. Maybe you have clients, maybe you have money, freedom, health, family, relationships. You can make your own buckets, but what actions need to happen? Maybe it's scheduling. Maybe it's, well, I need to wake up at this time. If I want to do that, I need to wake up at this time. Like what actually needs to happen? What are the nuts and bolts? That's when we get into the nitty gritty of what needs to happen. Number five, what will my reward be? If you hit the target, remember, we've got a target that we know if we've hit it, yes or no. Like it's very tangible. If you hit that target, what will your reward be? Make it fun. Put some skin in the game. I think a lot of people hit their goals, move on, and never take a moment to actually celebrate the wins. So I want you to, as you think about this goal for 2024 or goals, there's probably multiple. What are you going to do when you hit the target? What are you going to do to celebrate? And then finally, number six, how does achieving this goal positively impact the world around you? I want you to make your goal bigger than you. I like to think about the impact of our goals because it's far less about like an arbitrary number or metric, and it's more about what the goal means for the world around you. What's the impact of this goal? What's the impact? Maybe, and I'm using the health example because that's a big goal for me, but maybe it's like, well, If I can do this, I'm going to feel strong and I'm going to feel healthy. I'm going to have more energy. I'm going to feel more confident. Like that's the impact for me. And if that's, it it doesn't matter if it's just about you, that's totally fine. Maybe you hitting your revenue goal means, cool, I get to donate to this thing that I really care about. Like any and all of those things are amazing. So what's the impact? What's the positive impact for your people, for yourself, for the people that you care about, for the causes that you care about? So the six questions, I'm going to recap them. What does success look like? What does failure look like? Who do I need to become to achieve this goal? What specific actions do I need to take? What will my reward be when I hit this goal? And how does achieving this goal positively impact the world around me? I want to encourage you, go through those questions one by one and just spend a bit of time journaling on those because I think it's really going to help you to set great goals that you actually achieve. Now, my friend, if you loved this quick win episode, I would love, love, love it if you shared it with a business buddy. We're in season four. It is amazing. I cannot believe that we're here. It's really, really cool. And I want to say a huge thank you to you for being here. This year is going to be amazing. We have so much in store for the podcast. Let me tell you, it's going to be fun. Uh, So if you love it, share it with a business buddy. Super excited for you and this year in your business. It's going to be amazing. And I'm honored to be on the journey with you. Alrighty, my friend, have a wonderful week. I'll see you back here same time, same place next week. But in the meantime, go get them.